it's that time again. You're listening to the MHOG podcast. You know it's right. I'm the cuddle bear, the one the only. The one you love to think about when your man ain't there. The one you want, the one you need. Now I want you ladies to put in your headphones, because this is just for you. The MHOG podcast. Now you know we fuck your shit right. And ladies, we need your help. You know you love us. You know you need us. Every day at your door, in your ear, down deep in your pussy. But to keep doing it. To keep delivering to you the best, the sexiest, the world's sexiest podcast. What we need from you is to go over to your friends, your cousins, even your mama, and tell her. Listen to the MHOG podcast. Now, you know we need you. You know we want you. We want to be there for you every week as long as we can possibly fuck you right. And we'll never stop. We'll keep doing it. But we need you to help us help you. You know I love you. Now, why don't you love me too? The MHOG podcast. That's right, bitch. Now, go do that shit. You've been so Metal Hand of God podcast. I'm your host, Wayne, and these other two gentlemen you should know by now. The, the ever-lovable Cuddle Bear. And I am the rum guy. Who's the maddest guy in Savannah? <sighs> what a week. He can't be that mad. He's, oh, dude, he's like the angriest man in Savannah. Oh. He's part of the MHOG podcast. There's got to be people who haven't listened to us who are angry because they haven't listened to us. That's true. There's got to be people in Savannah. That's true, but I don't want to start off with my anger. That is true. That is very true. I, I want to I I come into this on a happy note to try to cheer myself up. So, somebody, make me happy. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to do that. All my stories are kind of meh. Well, I know one story. We hadn't talked about it yet. What's that? Which was how the big show went. Again, I don't know that there's any stories. That are... It went good. It went well. It wasn't oh, like it wasn't like the the greatest thing of all time, but it went well. Uh, we had some hiccups during the show. Uh, <laughs> we had a lot of twisted ankles, as it turns out. Yeah, yeah. Lots what of the hell happened? A lot of twisted ankles. Uh, Kind of, yeah, kind of uh, a shitty. Uh, Nick Ray twisted his ankle, but he showed up. Showed up. Uh, Cherry Brown twisted her ankle that morning. 
supposedly, and didn't show she, up. She didn't show up. <laughs> Look, in, uh, well, here's the thing about holiday shows, and this... And I don't know why it wasn't thinking about this when when I asked Tony for for the July Fourth show, um, but they either go really badly or really well depending on if people feel like going out on a holiday. That's what kind of I was afraid of because usually people don't want to go out. It just depends. Like honestly, I think any other city. I think if we were in Savannah, I think people would have been going out on the Fourth of July. No, it poured freaking rain. Oh, really? Okay. It's like well, a fucking monsoon. But that's more incidental. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand when it rains, shit happens. Like, it didn't rain last night. But... No, it's actually a pretty nice night out here. Yeah. But, you know, instead of being totally negative, I do want to say that pretty much every act last night was was amazing. I was very happy with everyone's... Well, almost everyone's performance, uh, <laughs> which we'll get to in a second. Uh, but... um no, ever like just just incredibly talented people on that well, show last a, night. It was it was a it was a hell of a lineup. It really it. was, and and you know everybody, even with the hiccups for the other band, everybody really were, were pretty damn good, man. I mean, they really did put on a good show. Right. Nice. And well, I, I have I, any problems with anybody except the, the well, what I was getting to is this, the the band of Simple Life. They had. They took forever to set up. Okay, like that's they, 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 that's putting it mildly. Like at least at least twenty five minutes. Let me tell the story because you're you're well, underplaying I mean, this. Look, be, I, I do want to be a problem. I mean, twenty five minutes set up. I mean, that that can happen. Should, yeah, it should be like five to ten at the most. I'll start off by being nice. They're very talented young men. I think they're all around eighteen. Yeah, I, they're all young guys. I think one of them actually brought his parents because I think that's the people. Oh, cool. He awesome. had to. He had to because I think he was underage. Oh, uh, okay. They didn't seem very happy. <laughs> but no, they're very talented young men. Uh, I think they have a lot of fine tuning to their sound. I noticed that the the drummer's cymbals were louder than the singer. So there's there's they, I think they got a little. But bit that could have been that could have been sound guy problems. That could have been, but I. I, I, I but either way, twist the lime though. I mean, that's kind of a closed. You know, I mean. Yeah, it, but there were. To be fair, uh, I the sound guy is going through a lot. Like his partner Chris left. Just left. Oh, wow. Um, so I think uh, there were a few snafus last night. I think he was just kind of stressed out. But I you know, but he he's normally. He always does a good job, you know. Yeah, no. hey, everybody's got an off night. Everybody's right. got an off. So and look, if it was just for one band, then that's fine. So um, Nick Ray went on first, and all he had was a guitar and a chair. There was no, there was no real setup for him. Sure, all he had I mean, was a sound check earlier on. Uh, and Jack Lock, it was the, it was this is not the rock show. His two man act. Sure. So they had the since, incredible. Since Nick Ray was by himself, they set the drum kit up uh, before anybody went on. So there was really not much set up for it's him. Time it was there, it was done, it was on, it was ready. You know, right, all, the, all Jack had to do is have one guy plug, you know, his plug in, and he's good. Yeah. yeah. So Corey Mack went on, and he I just took want his, to say, wait before you finish. I just want to say thank God for Corey Mack because that dude gave us thirty minutes of stand up. I like how you're interrupting the story to basically ruin one of the central parts of the story. My bad, my bad. Go ahead. 
I mean, you're welcome to tell a story if you want, but why would you interrupt it? Just well, I didn't know what you were, you were going through. I just wanted. I'm just explaining what like what happened, but given his um, giving him you know thank you big time for what he did for us. Well, he 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 took about five minutes before Nick Ray and before Jack Locke and. He just took his time and, you know, had a good time, which is what we basically had to do because once we realized not many people were going to show up, it was either like, look, we can have a good show. We're just not going to have a lot of money to give people. So let's just have a good show. And, and people did their best and they, 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 everybody went on like there was a hundred people in that room. And that, and that, that, that just shows their professionalism. That's awesome. Right. It was really cool. I mean, everybody, it was like they were playing in front of an entire, you know, arena. Right. That's, so, why, that's why I have to do when I'm talking with you guys. I have to you know, talk to you like you actually care what I'm saying. Somebody's feeling sorry for himself. <laughs> oh, man. Who's, Damn. Who's a grumpy pants? I'm in a mood. <laughs> you are in a fucking mood. <laughs> who's a grumpy pants? Is rum a grumpy pants? <laughs> All right. So so after Jack gets off, uh, and I, I, I really liked – Actually, I'll, I'll mention this later because Corey had a couple of reactions that I really enjoyed. But when Jack got off the stage, he had never met Jack before, and he goes up and he goes, "What the fuck just happened? <laughs> who who the fuck has to follow that shit?" Yeah, it was awesome. Unfortunately, the the people who had to follow that shit were uh, Simple Life. Simple Life. Now we had never heard Simple Life. I knew they had been on Pickle Scoop, but I had never been to one of those shows. Uh, I knew that they they had a good sound because I had well well based on I, what, what Pickle was. Saying. I was gonna say I heard one of their songs, and I I can't remember if it was I didn't couldn't remember if we had posted their song or Pickle posted. It, it would have been Pickle. It, it was wasn't us. They were on the show. I won't get into the politics of it, but they were on the show because Tony asked us to put them on the show. Oh, awesome. Well, that's we, cool. We didn't know them. That's that's, that's awesome. That's so, awesome. but again, they're very talented young men. We really should have put them first. Yeah, I agree. Um, they like. I think part of the problem was they went on just before Blind Texas Marlin, so there was a very large dip in energy, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So Corey's on stage, and he's doing some jokes, and he's trying to – Basically, give them time to set up. Well, the central problem was that the drummer had a massive drum kit, <laughs> and it must have been made out of Legos. He had the fucking like uh, the cage, you know, the whole like the old oh, yeah. cage, you know, that went around. Yeah, I don't think John Bottom from Led Zeppelin had had a setup <laughs> like this. But they must have been made out of Legos because it took forever to set up, and it it felt like a half hour was probably only like eight minutes, but and no, some, long time. At some point, Corey like turns behind them and says, "I'd like to just point out the irony of a band called Simple Life." Uh, he was like, <laughs> "Come on, Simple Life, what y'all doing?" <laughs> and he's he's basically he's used to emceeing, but this has now become like he best basically has to do a gig. He has to so, song, so he's coming up with things, and he's he he is doing what he does, and right. it's it's great, and we're all laughing. Everybody's digging it. But they were at the same off. time, we're also kind of like looking behind him, like, "What the, what the fuck? fuck's going on?" And then the sound guy Adam, he was he was getting pissed off, so he got on stage to help them set up. And it just look, uh, we're never gonna give like we're we're doing it on the show because it's funny, but we're never gonna go up to a bunch of kids that we have on the show and say, "What the fuck is your problem?" Unless you start a problem. Right. But no, I mean, we hey. can't we can't control the crowd reaction, 
and I'll get to one of the crowd reaction in a minute. They oh. finally get all, all, you know, get done, and Corey gets off, uh, gets off stage. And I went out. To, uh, I actually went to Wayne as they were finishing up, and I was like, Wayne, I don't know who we're gonna have to blow first, Corey or Blind Texas Marlin, but I think. <laughs> Given that we don't have a lot of money to give them, I think an old fashioned is an order. Uh, you can take the black guy. So, <laughs> no, no. Uh, but he got off stage and they went on, and they're a very mellow band. The okay. two acts before them went increasingly high. Like Jack. It was high like, energy. It built up. You know, it was right. like Nick was first. He was kind of mellow, did his little thing. Then Jack's a lot more high energy. Sure. And then. We had that break, and it just kind of it just kind of killed the audience, man. And it would have been okay if it wasn't for the ten minute, ten ten or so minute buffer of setting up, like right. like you were already putting the audience in a bad mood. And I'll tell you, like so, so at one point the the lead guitarist decides he's going to do a little talking bit, which normally would be fine. That wasn't the time to do it. <laughs> and oh no, I'm sorry, this isn't the part I'm thinking of. Uh, just after that, uh, they were art. They were like, "Which song should we do?" And I swear to God, someone from off stage yelled, "It doesn't fucking matter. Just play something." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh fuck, this is going badly." <laughs> hey, you know, in and and you know, just saying this out loud though, I remember being in bands just starting out. You know, and you had done side projects and stuff like that, but to, to do a, a, a good band. And really hitting some of those snafus where it was just utter chaos, and you're like, "What the fuck are we doing? Why is this taking so long?" Right. This isn't our playlist. What this isn't what we agreed on, but you can't take it out on stage. But it takes a little time to figure that out. Here's the thing. Like I said, I think they have. If they pull their shit it's together, not- I think they have a, a bright future ahead of them. However, the drummer needs to get rid of that fucking drum kit because if you don't know how to put it together, you shouldn't have it. Well, on, on a show where you've got multiple bands, you really need what, you, what they call a speed kit. So right. you put up fast. You've got what you need. You don't need a stage show kit for a fast venue, for, for a turnover. No, no. Not, not for something when you're, when you're booked like four deep, dude. You, you right. should do something. Now if, there's, now, if you're headlining, you've got an opener. You've got your middle band. Then there's a break. The main band comes up. They set up. They take a little time. They're right. headlining. Right. It's different. You know, but I mean, it right. happens. I mean, I'm sure it was and, amazing. And, kid, the dude probably wails on it. You and, know, it's and awesome. again, dude, you know, they're all young kids. They probably yeah. haven't really played too many shows. You know, I it, no, and it takes a lot to get the speed between set up and undone and being ready and back and shit like that. You know, and really, veterans that take you know too long too. So I mean, it just takes some time and some practice. That's all. And look. I'm not trying to give them shit. I understand all that. I'm only really telling the story because it's funny. Right. Because it was really funny. I I felt like it was uncomfortable. At some point, it was very uncomfortable. Because Corey really was like, like, what the fuck? Like, like, I thought I was here to be an MC. Uh, Apparently, that's not the case. It was funny. He goes, he turned around and looked at him and he says, he's simple life. I'm only getting paid for five minutes. Now I got to do 30. <laughs> well, no. Well, his point was, he's like, y'all are lucky y'all are getting this. They only paid me for the five minutes. Like, yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> but he, look, everybody there was, was professional and everybody there put in look, especially like Nick Ray went on first and we, we still had a few people that hadn't even come in yet. 
And dude, he Nick Ray's he's he's got an amazing voice. He's a great talent. I've heard quite a few of his songs now. I, I really dig yeah. what he does. Right. And then Blind Texas Marlin, like, look, like I said, no, you know, no no shit on them, but the mood was killed after after all that shit. And Blind Texas Marlin could have just said, you know what? It's late. Look, most everybody's or, or half the people have left. Let's just, you know. But they were like, nope, they are gonna go on. Yep, and they played their asses off, dude. They were and so. And they played good. a full set. They didn't just I, go. I, we're gonna. No, do I hear two they're songs. an okay band. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all right, man. They're all right. That okay. Yeah, they're pretty good. I'd say it might have a future. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like you never. I, no, I I I told them, look, you know, this is uh, you know, this is one of my favorite bands in the in the city, and oh, by far. And I even mentioned to them that if I ever pull off the the country show idea that I want to do. That we we're gonna give them a call, you know. Oh yeah, dude, we're gonna pull that show off, dude. You, you ain't gonna worry about that. We will pull that off eventually. Right. And and uh, I I can never remember the lead singer's name, but he he was he was really excited about it because he said he'd never he said they really want to play Southport and they've never had the opportunity. So yeah, that's John, man. Okay, John. I thought hey. his name was Buffalo. No, that's Springfield. Oh, Yellow good Street. band. <laughs> so, but but look. Not a lot of people showed up, but it was it was one of my favorite shows, and we all had a good time. Oh, we had a blast! I mean, uh, glad you had a great time. That's Kyle good. Smith showed up. Yeah, uh, yeah, Kyle Smith came out, man, and 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 just so you know, Rum, the dance off is on. Yeah, I saw that post. <laughs> it it would have been nice to have a little heads up. You did. You had an entire show, right? Like we had this discussion. Would have been nice to have a little heads up. I actually thought it was part of a bit. But oh, yeah. you can go three episodes back, man, and 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 hear that say we were going. You got a week to prepare. No, I don't. But we'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> I have I haven't danced professionally in 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 uh, <laughs> years. He hasn't danced professionally in a couple of years. Yeah, neither has he. He dances as a private citizen regularly, but well, well, he dances more than I do then. Well, you know, you know what, Rom, as as the singer says, I hope you dance. Wait, you give him Garth Brooks shit? <laughs> it's not Garth Brooks. That's Leanne. Uh, I can't think of her name. Womack. Rhyme. Uh, yeah, Leanne Womack. <laughs> <laughs> I was speaking of bringing the energy down on the show. I think yeah, I did. Guys, <laughs> welcome back, Garth so, Brooks. Okay, cool. I'm I'm glad the Fourth of July went over good for you. Yeah. I went to work. I worked all day, came back, and then went to work. Uh, it was a uh, wet, freaking nightmare all day long. I wanted to shoot myself. Other than that, it was it was perfect. it was God bless America. Oh, you Love. want to do a shoot yourself? Is that is that all? Is that? Well, let me tell you. I told Wayne about this. Um, Are you gonna, you gonna tell the? Yeah, don't even don't, that. Okay. My Fourth of July story. This right. is how no, no, I, was gonna, I was gonna mention the place. That's all. Okay. Well, this this is this is this is how it started off. I got up really early. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be out all day. I'm going to go have a good breakfast before I have to clock into work. Okay, that makes sense, right? You know, you don't know when if you're going to get lunch. You're going to do that. So, you know what? I haven't been to IHOP here in a long time. It's always nice to start off with a good cup of coffee. A good cup of coffee. I wanted a nice stack of pancakes. That's all I wanted. Nothing right. So I get to IHOP. It's about 6 a.m. So I walk in and um, standing there, and there's a girl behind the counter. I'm standing there. Yeah, I'm actually in a good mood. You know, I'm, I'm up. I'm awake. Let's do this day. You know, I'm I'm, I'm feeling good. Standing there, standing. There. She's she's looking at her phone, looking at her phone. I stood there. I actually, I had enough time to stand there for about a minute and a half. Then I sat down for four minutes, 
Then I got up and said, are y'all open? <laughs> she goes, yeah. I said, could you put Candy Crush down and put me in the booth, please? Oh, well, that's not my job. I said, can we find somebody's job that it is? She goes, Robin, Robin. <laughs> I like I like that impression. Do it again just for comedic effect. Robin. Beautiful. Yeah. And she goes and the girl comes up, she goes, who sounded like like her. She goes, What? She, <laughs> I'm surprised she goes, I'm Robin. <laughs> she, she goes, Could you could you see him? You put put him in put him in Tamika's booth because Tamika didn't have anything last night. You need to give it to Tamika. She goes, All right. Go follow me. And I followed her. Past the loud people in the corner. I was like, all right, so I'm sitting in the booth. She, and she walks away. I said, yes, I'd like a cup of coffee. <laughs> okay. And she goes again, you know, and she goes away. All right. I'm like, all right, so I'm sitting there. I'm looking at my phone. I had enough time to check all my emails. Okay, mind you, there is just one group of people in the corner who have food and me in an entire IHOP. That's it. So it was like, just like. Like a ghost Five people, right? Like right. in general. And they're in the corner. There's about six of them, and they're loud. I mean, they're crazy loud. Like they're at a freaking rave loud. Like there should be like <laughs> music going, people dancing. They're having a good time, right? So I'm sitting there. Now, when I walked in the door, it was 6 a.m. I was sitting in the booth at 6.25. I still had no coffee, no water. I was actually sat in the booth. They put me in the booth at 10 after 6. So there's like a 15-minute window of nobody coming to my table. There's two people, like two tables here. So finally, uh, I'm getting a little pissed. Fine, and then the other people decide this is a prime opportunity to have a food fight. This is an awesome time for it. So they're like, yeah, yeah. So the guy's like, hey, 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 hey. You know, uh, do you remember what – you probably don't remember. There used to be a rapper named uh, Slick Rick. And he, I do. I do. Yeah, he always talked in his baby voice. Yes. And then he'd always giggle like, hee-hee-hee-hee. Well, he took, he took his pancake and threw it across the room. He goes, hee-hee. And, and everybody's like, ah, they're screaming, having a good time. And I'm sitting there. I was like, all right, whatever. So now I'm, I'm actually telling myself I'm getting ready to go because this is just getting fucking ridiculous. So another pancake goes flying. Now two waitresses are standing in the middle of the room watching them throw food. The manager, nowhere in sight. I believe they're hiding in the back office. So then finally, I put my phone down. I get hit in the shoulder with a pancake. Now I'm pissed. So I take the pancake. I've already been sitting there for a while. In the face. To the table. And almost point blank range, I throw the pancake at the guy. I said, grow up. And I go back and sit down. And then the girl's like, ooh, what did he say? I said, apparently hearing impaired. I said, grow the fuck up. And I sat down. Kid gets up, probably about 17, maybe 18. And he comes over and takes his arms from his armpits to the tips of his fingers and throws them on the top of my table, making this large crashing noise in front of me. And I was pissed. And he, and he goes, what? And I really lost my temper. And I grabbed his little skinny ass by the throat and choke slammed him into the table and chairs next to me. Yeah. So his buddy was up, and he's coming over, and I looked at him. Apparently, I was kind of purple and red, and I was really getting angry, and he kind of stopped, and I put my foot on the kid's chest that was in front of me, and I, I, I can't even remember what I said now, but I, I probably said a lot of things, and probably some of them were in other languages. Maybe I made up words. I was so angry. Um, anyway, 
I stepped on them, walked over to the waitresses that were standing there, said they're useless. And the woman who's still at the front desk looking at her phone like nothing's happening, playing her whatever candy crush, and she goes, all right, everything okay? I said, fuck no, I didn't even get a fucking glass of water. And by the way, they're paying damages. <laughs> so I went to Panera. And I walked into Panera and <laughs> I walked into Panera. I'm like, I'm going to have breakfast. I'm going to have coffee. And I walk in the door and I hear. And I will have blood. <laughs> yes. Good blood. And I uh, hear. Um, hey. I was like, oh, Lord, here we go. But she was really nice. And she goes, and I can get get you something else. Let me do this. Let me. Would you like a? You know what? You have a free muffin. Would you like a free muffin? I said I would love a free muffin. You made my day with my free muffin. Give me my muffin. What the fuck is this voice you were doing? And I, <laughs> you realize you just said I would love a free muffin. <laughs> and I I sat with my free muffin, and I'm sitting by the window, and I'm looking at the morning, and the sun is rising, and I got my muffin, got my coffee, and it was gonna be a better day. And it wasn't, but that just started it, and everything else is inconsequential. So uh, at this point, um, I'm loving Ron, life. Ron, when you were in IHOP, did you pull out your wallet and it said "bad motherfucker" on it? It should have. I, I no, but it does have a skull and crossbones on it, uh, and a really large chain about almost three feet long. <laughs> <laughs> Which I could have, I really could have used that chain. You should have. Did you at least put the Bible? That, to, that takes it to a new level. If I just throw food at him and, and step on him, it's different. It's not as much of an assault. I would have loved for his buddy to have fucking done something. At that point, I had a prime shot. He would have opened his mouth. My fist would have fit right in there perfect. You know, Rom, occasionally people who listen to the show will ask me, so what's up with the Rom guy? Like, like he's always telling these, like, stories. Like, they always, like, like is he for real? It's like, why is he so angry? But I'm no, not no, angry. no, no one believes that you're for real, and I'm like, no, no, he's <laughs> between him and the dogs. I don't know who's the realer. I'm yeah, with I need to figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do. <laughs> I don't know. We can euthanize him. I got some stuff at work. No problem. You know, you shouldn't be making that joke. You know damn well that I would very much like to do that. Yes, I know. I know. that is not a joke. I would. I would murder these living things. Peter is going to call. I would murder Peter too. Uncle Peter. I love Peter's. They taste nice. With a little falafel inside and, you know, yeah. a little bit of tzatziki sauce. That shit is awesome. It's tight. It is pretty good. I enjoy that. Tight. I would very much like for the Roman guy never to say the words tight again. <laughs> tight. In, in any context, to be completely honest. Ooh. Tight. I'd also like for him not to pretend to be Hulk Hogan. For some reason, it was kind of, it was kind of like a like a Macho Man. Macho yeah, it was sort of. Well, but you know, Hulk Hogan always always did the Macho Man kind of stuff too. He didn't like to admit it, but he did. You know, I, and I just realized there's nothing I do that you guys like, and it makes me sad. I like everything you do, Rum. I like it when you trick me into listening to you talk about Teen Beach Movie, <laughs> which changed my life. Again, folks, like right now, you're thinking like, is he for real? He's not getting. That yeah, was an yeah. awesome freaking movie. If you if you into Disney stuff, if you thought the first one was amazing and should have won an Academy Award, so number two. If you're eight, number two, you're gonna love it <laughs> because because the cast from the I'm not giving anything away. This is really a spoiler, but you get to see the old cast come back. It's a new situation. They've got new songs. There's a whole new dance thing. You know they're putting a the dance video out. It's gonna be freaking amazing. Also, another thing that changed my life this week. 
well, not just this week. In the past few weeks, I have watched over 35 kung fu movies. Yeah, somebody has a problem. <laughs> what? 35 what? kung fu movies. Why? Now, and, why have you watched 35 kung fu movies? Not that I have a problem with it, but it's true. I couldn't find anything on Netflix I wanted to watch, and I started watching kung fu movies. Well, long story short here, after watching so many kung fu movies, I, I finally found one that was called um, – and it wasn't on Netflix. It was on some other thing. It was called uh, Becoming a Master. It was, like, awesome. What changed your life, Rome? So the last kung fu movie I watched was called Becoming a Master. Right. And it really, it was really, it was one of those things. It was more like a documentary about someone who was learning kung fu or, or, or their story about kung fu. Uh, and it was like cool. And it was uh, the uh, the Wing Chun uh, type of kung fu, which uh, was actually brought to popularity in modern times more by Bruce Lee and his take on Wing Chun. Um, but it, it was the originator of that. Who was a, she? Was, uh, a woman from a small village, and then there was uh, Master uh, um, uh, Eep, Later. Master Eep. And uh, and whatever, but anyway, this whole this whole thing about uh, the the philosophy behind it and about the the uh, the emotions behind learning kung fu and stuff, it really drew you in, or at least it drew me in. So I'm up at, and it says, you know, come come closer, come closer. So I up at, I'm actually up at the TV, and I'm watching this like you know like like I'm watching something amazing at a zoo through a cage, you know, and I'm like staring at this thing. I ended up, I'm starting to do the moves, man, and they said, and you, you know, if you can do this move and this move and this move, and you're on your way to becoming a master, man, and I I was awesome. I gotta tell you, man, I was doing these moves awesome. Well, maybe you and can maybe you can uh, use those as dance moves. I, you know what? I don't want to talk to you right now. <laughs> Adam, it was awesome. And um, what I realized, you know, the next day after I watched that movie, was um, how it com- comes into play. So I'm at work. We had a big scissor lift at work, and I'm, I had just come off the big scissor lift. And I'm standing by the tire. If you're not familiar with the scissor lift, it's you know it's it's like a platform that scissors up so you can reach taller heights. But it has four tires. It's like a like a little lift. It's, you know it's basically like a mobile um, elevator outside yeah, elevator. Yeah, yeah. Elevator. So I'm sitting there or standing there by the tire, and through the parking lot comes crazy old guy, crazy old guy who shouldn't be driving because he has Parkinson's disease. He comes riding through the parking lot, and he takes he's looking to his left and veers to the right. And hits the tire where I'm standing, and when he hits the tire, I popped up, rolled over his hood, and fell backwards, but I caught myself kind of gracefully. And my boss looked at me and went, holy shit, are you okay? And the dude kept going. He had, like, screwed up his car. He's like a back, black streak from the tire the whole way down the front of his car. And he kept going. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And I just realized at that moment, I did, I did open lotus slippery stone pose like, right there. <laughs> And I then realized I am a Kung Fu master. And uh, the horseshit award goes to the rum guy. I am a Kung Fu master. Yeah. Yeah. For watching 46 fucking whatever you watch Kung Fu movies. Well, it's, it's hey, not. If anyone who saw the Ninja Turtles movies knows that that's how that happens, you become a ninja by watching a movie or reading a book or something. But I, I, I just want you to know that so when, when the time comes, when the time comes that we need to band together for a common fight, take solace in knowing that You're I ready. am 
Rome, I, if, if I, anything serious ever goes down, I will be nowhere the fuck near you because I know what happens to people in your vicinity. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I, I pull aggro. So if I'm pulling the aggro. I don't aggro, even know what you just said. What? I, could, I don't know what that means either. When you're, when you're, when you're playing online games or, or, or you're playing a multi game, like one person's a distraction. He's pulling all the hate to him so the other people can do the objective. I pull aggro, aggravation, aggro. Assault. Yeah, and I, everyone else I, dies around you. No, everybody else can can get into better positions for the the, the flanking attack. For the shot in the face and the Rum, you, blown you know, up with grenades while Rum hides in the corner. I play video games with you, you bastard. I know what you do. I don't hide in the corner, dude. <laughs> I open Lotus. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I know that that Amy must be your one true love? Because she's managed to not die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either Amy is the one true source of all evil in the world, or she is under your protection from whatever horrible force guides your life. I can't believe that guy hit the freaking damn that scissor lift, though. I mean, and he kept going. He just kept going. I was like, why is this dude driving? He can't, he's got, he shakes so bad, he can barely hold on to the steering wheel. Like, man. But I landed fine, and I felt good about it. And the first thought that popped into my head was open lotus. And I was like, I just mastered this. I'm awesome. I'm okay, not you. every story that the rum guy tells is 100%. <laughs> what? Kung Fu Master? Why, why is that not 100%? You're not a Kung Fu Master. I am so a Kung Fu Master. Okay. You know how I know the, which ones are and which ones aren't 100% or at least 98%? He makes voices like that. I am a kung fu master. Well, that's what she's supposed to be soft and, and enlightened. And I, I have great internal kung fu. Mm. It sounds like you need some uh, Pepto or something. Yeah, maybe you got to take a shit or something. No, you need you need to watch the movies I watch. You know, internal kung fu is the most important kung fu of all. Ah. Yeah, it keeps, keeps your, your system running clean. Cuts down on fiber intake. No, you want the fiber intake. Well, um, speaking of idiots... Uh, <laughs> did you hear about this this dude who, who killed himself basically yesterday? <laughs> no. I saw something about it. I didn't. Well, this this young man, twenty two year old gentleman, decided that it would be a really good idea on the Fourth of July to take a mortar, one of the mortars that you put the the firework in and shoots those big giant you know colorful explosions in the sky on sure. his fucking head. And shoot it off the top of his head. Oh, what an idiot. Well, he died instantly because Good. it went off. It fucking just went through his brain. But, I mean, it's kind of like, oh, my God. I wonder how many people were standing next to him when he decided to do this. And yeah. Uh, but, man. Yeah, man, do it. Like, this is kind of the problem with this sort of, and I mean, I realized this from years ago, but this post-jackass culture. Oh, yeah. Kids, kids think like, oh, all I have to do is like post, do something stupid, and post it on YouTube, and I'll be famous. Yeah, yeah, he's famous, all right. He's yeah. famously dead. Parts of him are all over the place. What about the what about the gang member that uh, uh, I guess he was part of some big gang in maybe I'm going to say New York or L.A. or some big city like that, who decided it was a great idea because he's such a player he was going to gold dip his balls. Yes. And, and and this is not the first one. Did you read the whole the the, the whole thing about it? I got that far with that. What an idiot! Yeah, he he fucking gold plated his dick or his balls, 
And what he did was he was using a fucking gold plater gun that was for cars. So, so a big heat gun. Yeah. And he was fucking gold plating his testicles with that. And he died because of the infection that it caused. But he's not the first to do this. They said there was seven counts of this. Let me let me let me let me get this straight. There were seven counts of idiocy. Seven counts of people trying to gold plate their testicles because they thought that was a great idea. Mm. You got to admit that shit is pretty baller. It literally baller, no. right? No, no. And and are they not realizing that gold is a soft metal? Yeah, I mean, come on. So I mean, if you if you want to be hard, you need to use a hard metal. Yeah, you know, like, like iron or or steel or beryllium you use gold. You know, beryllium. That's nice. Yeah, yeah that'd be a nice, you know. Yeah, nice beryllium. Well, I, I love her music, Sarah Beryllium. Oh yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's good. I love the piano stuff. Oh, it's pretty. It's sweet. It's beautiful. So I have two stories that are technically follow-ups to the episode we did a couple weeks ago. All right, please enlighten okay. us. Uh, I apologize because they're not that funny, but. Uh, one of them in particular, I have to talk about. Okay, so there's apparently a golfer named Bubba Watson. I guess, I don't know if, if it's like the, the inbred cousin fucking assistant to Sherlock Holmes. I don't know what, I don't know what kind of name Bubba Watson is. He's, his family came in from overseas. He's from South Carolina. And they were like, oh, we're going to move to the South, so let's name our kid Bubba. I was told – I actually have a cousin named Bubba, believe it or not. <laughs> no, you believe it. Anyway, but I was told that his thing is that he goes to golf in, like, camo shorts and an orange, like, shirt. Like a hunter? Yeah. like I guess his word Bubba. That's what that's, it is. Right. He, that's his gimmick. Right. I guess he wants to be like Bass Pro sponsored. It's something like that. Like I think he wants it to be his shtick or whatever. But in any case, you don't know who the hell Bubba Watson is, so you certainly didn't know that he owns one of the few remaining original Dukes of Hazard General Lee cars. Right. So this past week, because of the quote unquote controversy surrounding the Confederate battle flag, Bubba Watson has announced that he is for He's a racial equality or some nonsense, and he will be painting over the Confederate battle flag on the top of one of the few remaining General Lees. Now, if I remember properly, there were only three re- remaining original General Lees. Now, yeah, that was it. the only thing that I can think is that it's possible that this is, because I know, I'm pretty sure those were all studio-owned, but it is possible that, this is actually from the movie and not That's the original okay. show. It might be, yeah. But either but, way. Actually, I don't think it was because I think the one in the movie was a different type of car, wasn't it? No. It was no, this it was, one? Okay, okay. No, well, you know, the beginning there was of the also, movie, uh, they, didn't, they, they, didn't, they didn't overhaul it. At the beginning of the movie, they, they, it looked different, but it was still a Charger, and they, they repainted it and souped it up. The, uh, there was there – was, uh, I can't remember how – I remember correctly. There was something like 27 – General Lee's used in a filming of it, and only those three had survived because a lot of them were trashed. A lot of them, right? Had, they were wrecked and all this other shit. Stuff. So it's possible he could have done a rebuild off of a, um, a original frame. You know, I guess, I'm just going based on when I when I went yeah, to sure, the sure, studio. Sure, sure. I think it was Paramount. I'm not positive, but in 1997, when I was in California, I went to the studio that had one of the few remaining ones. And they showed it to us, and they said there was only three. You racist. Um, but that was 97. That was before the movie. <laughs> so anyway, 
So, so this fuckhole uh, makes an announcement that he's going to paint over the Confederate battle flag on it. First of all, it, it's the General Lee, the name of the car. Yeah. The General Lee. So painting over the Confederate battle flag means fuck all because it's, you, yeah. you bought the fucking General Lee. Secondly, uh, okay. There was a lot of pause on that second one. I understand <laughs> the part where people are upset about the Confederate battle flag. It means fuck all. It doesn't change racism. It actually, as we were talking, probably is creating more racism. Oh, yeah. It makes it makes a lot more. It makes more people hate more than anything. It exacerbates the situation. What is it with you and – anyway. <laughs> no. So I, – I, but I understand the part where people are upset about it. That's fine. No one knew that he had this fucking car. Nobody knows. I understand. Well, I'm sure golf people know who the fuck he is. Most people don't know who the fuck he is. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the larger portion of golf fans are not black. I'm sure there's plenty of black golf fans, but I doubt they're a majority. But I could be wrong. Whatever. Point is, nobody knew who the fuck he was. Nobody knew he had this fucking car. And he's destroying a cultural icon. Like, that's that's all the General Lee is. It's not a symbol of racism. It, the fucking song is, they're just good old boys, never meaning no harm. Been in, beats all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they were born. Those are men of the people, okay? That is a fucking car of the people. And how dare this fuckhole, this fuckhole, touch this, fuck this American cultural icon. American. If you feel strongly enough, and I don't even believe that he actually cares about any of that shit. I think this is some dickhead who wants to be famous. That's he's, all that it is. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying to uh, get his name out there because golf isn't working for him, and his camouflage pants no one gives a shit about. So he's trying to get his name out there because he has a little bit of fame somewhere in the golf community. Uh, so he's trying to make it bigger right now. But, it was a big step. His agent probably said, "You need to do this now before it goes away." Yeah, basically. But if he, on this, why you can, boy? If he really wants to do good, sell the fucking car to someone who would appreciate it, then take the proceeds and either give it to the people of South Carolina who died, or use it to build, rebuild nice one idea. of the. There were like five black churches that were burned down in the last week and a half. I think that that, that would be a really nice gesture. But he's not up for the gesture. Like he, no. he he wants he wants to put his name out there, and and I I would kick this dude's ass if I had the chance. I, I think, think I would. just keep the car, and and if he's going to keep the car and and make maybe an homage to the Chinese people, and paint a Chinese flag on the top of it and call it the General So. <laughs> the rough guy is no longer welcome on the HSV podcast. <laughs> That's so terrible. <laughs> I can't stop laughing though. It was bad. I like the general so. Everybody loves general so. <laughs> He's so nice. The rum guy will not be staying with me. <laughs> so, so what I'm gonna do is is He's gonna be homeless. You know, <laughs> I, I'm gonna fight for animal rights, and I'm gonna go buy the Batmobile and paint over the bat symbols because <laughs> those poor animals. That is a ridiculous. See, y'all are joking, and I'm. No, I'm no, I, I agree. I think it's a ridiculous thing. No, that's why I'm saying that because I think it's yeah. ridiculous that they're going to do something like that. Why not do it to all the cars then? Yeah. It's, you know, it's just fucking stupid. 
No, it generally is an icon. I mean, it's a pop culture icon, if anything. And one and another thing, it's just a badass car. Don't fuck yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. And and I and I like your idea, Adam. If 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 the asshole would have been really, I do doing this for a good reason. Why don't you just sell the car and give the proceeds to those people? You know, right. I agree. And again, painting over the the battle flag. Actually, in a funny way, it's exemplary of what this is all about. You're right. painting over something rather than correcting the problem. It's the General Lee. It and is there's named no way the to General correct. Lee. It will yeah. always be the General Lee. You can paint over it. You can ruin it. It'll still be the fucking General Lee. It doesn't it matter, man. They'd still have a problem if it was called the Abe Lincoln. Well, They'd that, have the same problem. Well, that rapes his fuckhole. Thank God somebody put a bullet in his head. Uh, I swear. <laughs> but they'd, have, they'd have the same problem. I'm nah. surprised we're allowed to even go to a restaurant and sit in a booth. Well, you know the the funniest part about this? That was Lincoln humor. Yeah, yes. I gotcha. Okay. Right. Sorry, gotcha. <laughs> the the funniest part about this is, like, I would, I I, I can't imagine that that many uh, that many people give a shit. Who's who's paying attention to this besides Dukes of Hazard fans? Well, I gotta say, it got you in an uproar. I'm a Dukes of Hazard fan. Okay, well there you go. I didn't know you were a huge fan of the show. I am. I look. Hey, look. I've said this before. I thought the one thing that we could all agree on, regardless of race, religion, or politics, is that Daisy Duke was fucking fine. I thought, and there's I thought, nothing wrong with moonshine. Isn't that isn't that something that white people, uh, black people, come together over and give 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 each other an old fashioned? Isn't that what this country is about? Is Daisy is that a cocktail? What? It, it, oh, you She's motherfucker. Like, Did you really just say that? Did you really just say that? <laughs> uh, that's a good one, though. That's a good one. Oh, oh I got you. I got you. Uh, anyway, you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, but that, 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 I'm, I mean, I really am. That really does upset me. I mean, it doesn't affect oh, sure. my life. I'm not going to go set his house no, on it's fire. Just, it's just not one of those aggravating things another like another gnat around your head that keeps buzzing that's just gonna okay. bother you until it it's yeah just, it's just an idiot thing that they should it's an idiot thing and i'm i'm sick of idiots let's shoot all of them yeah especially so, if they throw fucking pancakes let's get rid of people named bubba even if they're my cousin <laughs> and robin so, yeah, so just real quick before you get into your other story right uh i want to say happy birthday to czar from the hey uh, his birthday is tomorrow, and he turned. Well, actually, it'll be today or whenever this damn show comes out. You know what? Uh, day no, 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 this but, isn't coming out till like Thursday. His right, birthday so is Monday. His birthday's on the Monday, so he's turning forty. Happy birthday! You know, thanks for listening to the show. All that good stuff. Yeah, sincerely, thank you, and we expect you to show up at our live show on July. Man, always, he will be there. I'm always growing up, dude. <laughs> always looked up to him growing up. He's a good guy, man. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so happy birthday. birthday. And the only reason we, I haven't, I'm not going to call in is because we're doing the show now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. But yes. Happy birthday. Sing it, Rom. Zato. Happy Happy birthday to you. That might do it for the MHRG podcast. Forever. Good job, baby. Forever. And don't forget, July 11th. 
Dance off. July 11th. Zartone and some other guy dance off. (laughs) You can see the rum guy dance off against the man, the myth, Kyle Smith. I'm like, I'm like the, I'm like the karate kid. I'm like, that's, that's I want to make like, it this far in the competition. That's that's fine because he's like the Black Punisher. Yeah, so you're good. We're good to go. He actually does have a Punisher's symbol yeah, on, his chest. on his chest, All right. which is kind of frightening. That's that's cool. That's cool. But I am kind of come so. out come out yeah. July 11th free. Live. To be to be fair to Rum though, I don't think Kyle Smith uh, nearly beat a man to death in an IHOP anytime recently. No, no, so. no, 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 no. You don't know that. I mean, I heard that's common occurrence. Oh, who knows? I'm on Kyle Smith. He goes to the night hop at 6 a.m. Let's start a revolution, bro. <laughs> they want a revolution. Well, you know. Rum's going to punch you in the IHOP. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. Don't throw the pancakes at me. <laughs> Fuck you, Robin. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Anyway. So what is your other story? I don't know how you're going to Okay, this, this one's actually, this one isn't funny at all. This is this right. upsetting. Serious? So, you know, I had done a Common Sense with Buck Lightning yes. on that episode. Yes. And it was all about gay people should be allowed to get married. And if people are against gay marriage, they shouldn't have to serve you food. They shouldn't have to marry you. That's on them. That's that's their life and that's their right as as free people. Right. And I sincerely believe that. And if you don't, you can go fuck yourself. I don't really care. I'm for freedom, and people should be allowed to, as long as they're not hurting another human being. And sorry, but not serving you a cake may be emotionally hurtful, but it's not damaging to you. Fuck off. So one of the major stories about this was, I think it was called, there was a place called, I think, Sweet Cakes by Melissa. Yeah. In Oregon. Yeah, that's what it was. I know the jingle. Do you want me to sing it? Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, not at all. Please don't. Sweet cakes by Melissa. That's not it, but okay. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'm trying to help you, man. We're trying to, you know. Indeed, I have no idea what I'm saying now. Uh, I don't know what kind of help. Yeah. Anti gay. Ain't buying you a cake. I'm trying to help you out. Are you sure? Is that what you're trying to do? Because I have no idea what I was saying now. I'm giving you all the key words to what you just were talking about. You said, you said that you believe that the name of the shop was Sweet Cakes by, Sweet Cakes by Melissa. I'm saying it again. And uh, it has something to do with them not serving okay. people. So they they didn't uh, – a gay couple, I believe they were lesbians, came in and asked for a cake for their wedding. And these people said, we're very sorry, but we don't believe in gay marriage as part of our religion. Sorry, can't can't do it for you. Can't can't make you a wedding cake, and they got sued for a hundred and thirty five thousand dollars. Right? They, didn't they have to close their place? They're they're out of business. Yeah, I won't pretend I remember which uh, branch of the government this is, but their freedom of speech, it, it, not only their freedom of speech, but also freedom of religion, are are simultaneously now being violated, as a gag order has been placed on them. They are not allowed to talk. About this case to anyone. I don't care who you are or whether you're gay or what you believe. If you support this, you are, and I hate using these, these terms, you're a fascist. Just because you dis, somebody disagrees with you as a person or whatever, or you disagree with them, does not give 
anyone the right to or any branch of the government the right to violate your freedom of speech. Right. This isn't a situation like uh you signed a contract where you agreed not to talk and then they placed a gag order on you. This is a situation where these people were forced into a situation that they didn't want anything to do with. They didn't want to serve somebody a cake. And yeah, it's a shitty reason, but that's what they believe and they're welcome to it. That is not a reason for these people to be sued for $135,000 in emotional damages. Fuck those people. It's, it's also their right to, to not serve them anyway. If it's their customers, if their business, they don't have to serve anybody they want to. And they probably would have got away with it too, one, if it weren't for those darn kids. And secondly, uh, if they would have just used another excuse like, I'm sorry, we're booked up that day. In, in any case, uh, but yeah, so these people are not allowed to speak. They're, they have had their rights trampled on. They've been You're sued. Right. They, they lost their livelihood. Lost they themselves. lost their livelihood. They probably still owe money on top of that. And they're not even allowed to say we got screwed because of political correctness. This, this is a big deal. This is, this is literally should be a U.S. Supreme Court case. But the way be. things are going lately, I wouldn't be surprised if the U.S. Supreme Court said, "No, fuck you, you can't, you can't talk about it." And on a side note, being serious, uh, when you're opening a business or you have your own business, this is why it is extremely important to incorporate your business. If you incorporate your business, and if something like this were to happen, you can reopen under a different name. Yeah. Hmm. It acts well, as a to be shield fair, for I don't know if they incorporate it or not. I just know they got sued for $135,000. Uh, either way, that's yeah. shitty. And shame on the people that did it. Yeah, dude, it's just, just, that's just a terrible thing, man. And, and uh, to have, to, to not be able to talk or, you know, ha like you say, have your religious beliefs trampled on like this is just fucking ridiculous. Well, you know, you always hear people complaining about Fox News, but thank God that there is a major news outlet where these people, I, I hope they're smart enough to go on to Fox News and say, come at me. I mean, what else do they have to lose at this point? If you, I mean, they take away yeah. their livelihood, but if, when you take away their ability to speak and point out that they got screwed. Yeah, you know? that's fucked up. Well, in, in, in a way, uh, and there's a, same, a similar thing when, uh, um, you know, they're, they're, they're throwing this at, at churches that won't marry them, too. Well, yeah. you can't you can't do that for the simple fact it, this isn't just because of you because of that. It's because of anything. If I am not Catholic and I want to get married in a Catholic church, I have to go to catechism classes. Right. Well, you do. Convert to Catholicism. If I don't, the Catholic church won't marry me. Well, if uh, I want to be go and get married in a synagogue, I can't. I'm not Jewish. It's the same thing. If you're gay and want to be married in a church that does not support gay marriage, you shouldn't have to unless you convert to straight. That's what happens. It's, it's the same thing, but they're, they're, they're trying to make it something different. They're trying to make it – and it's not everybody. Like I said, and I agree with you, I support whoever wants to be married or, or, or gay marriage. That's awesome. Cool. But again, stop trying to force others – to see your point of view all the time, only your point of view. It makes no difference if you're gay. You wouldn't like it for somebody else to come at you with another reason and try to force their ideals upon you. You don't want that. So why are you trying to do it back at this you know, or, or back at anybody else that, that isn't gay? I think it's a great thing. Fine. Cool. Enjoy the life. Let's all get along. But I can't, I can't 
agree with the way some of the extremists are taking this. See, I don't even think it's it's extremists. I think it's opportunists. I I, I think these women. One second, I'll be right back. Oh, that was weird, Wayne. Yeah, I'm here. That was super weird. Yeah, I don't know what that meant. Well, I'll finish my thought. I I don't think it's it's extremists. I think it's I think these women were looking for a reason to cash in. Probably so. Sorry about I mean, that. anyway, everything cool? Yeah, everything's cool. Sorry, I just had to take care of something real quick. It's kind of caught my eye. You but caught, no, wait, I, you, you caught your eye? No, I said I, something caught my eye. I had to take care of it. Oh. Not, not literally caught my eye. Not with like a fish hook or, you know. It, it is you I'm talking to. Was, you <laughs> know, it could happen. But, you know, now that I am a kung fu master, those things won't happen as much. Anyway. No, no it just it, it horrifies me that, that we're, we're, you know, like when I was, look, there, your whole life, there's always been some paranoid person saying the government's going to, try and like run us all into bunkers and blah blah you know some something paranoid this is fucking scary and it really is happening this isn't a paranoid person and people need to understand that our government works on a system of precedence when you allow something to happen and don't stand up against it it's now in the books like when when it happens to somebody else they're gonna say well you know, like we have this case here where uh, it was proved proven judicious or whatever the fuck, you know. Um, so I, I'm I don't know. You know, judicious rhymes with delicious, which is what Sweet Cakes by Melissa did. Delicious food. Maybe we should end it there. <laughs> uh, before you end it, uh, we're talking about this, uh, you know, the whole gay marriage thing and stuff. Right. Um. Uh, there was a guy in I forget what state he's in, but uh, he's bringing to the Supreme Court um, that he wants to be able to be you know legally married as polygamists. If gays, yeah, I saw that. If gays can, he can. Yeah, I. It, it, and the reason he said that was it was all about because it's about marriage equality, not you know not gay or straight that kind of thing. So why not? Yeah, all right. See, there's one of those precedents. Yeah. You know, to tell you the truth, I never really understood why people are pissed off about – the same way I don't understand why people are pissed off about gay marriage. I think if, I think it's kind of dumb, but if two women are up for marrying one dude or the uh, two dudes are up for marrying one woman, I don't really see what the fuck that matters. I don't either, but I'm just saying it's kind of an interesting – you know, a turn of events like well, uh, a now. smart man would know one is enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with you. I think it's a dumb thing to do, but I, you know, whatever. <laughs> I but it is kind of funny that you know one of the main arguments against gay marriage has always been like, well, if we we open this up, what happens when somebody two people say say polygamy is okay? What happens when people say I should be able to be able to marry a goat? And well, everyone always says, well, that you're just being stupid. That's never going to happen. It's happening. I would not be surprised if somebody does say they should be able to legally marry, like, their dog or something. That or, or, or underage kids or some shit. You know, no, some, again, that's not, that's, an ex- that's not a reason to, to, to disapprove of gay marriage. No, 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 no. But I would bet that's going to happen at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it, look, and that's the problem with – Using terms like rights to apply to things like this, 
You do not have a right to marriage. It does not matter if you're gay or straight. Straight people don't have a right to marriage. You do not have any right that constitutes a good or service. If somebody has to provide something for you, it is not a right. Correct. So you have certain unalienable rights. Those are the important ones, like the right to breathe. <laughs> Ron, I'm taking away your right to breathe. And not breed, people. Breed. Not breed. Exactly. Some of you fuckers need need uh, take the right away to breed. Yeah, you only I like how Wayne says that as he's about to have a kid. He's like, hey, I, I'm not part of that. Like, I, I have the right to breed. You don't have the right I, to breed. I do. I do. How dare you breed? Breeder. <laughs> Breeding, man. Jesus. Okay, and the sound of the ridiculous barking dog says it's time to probably... Time to stop breeding. <laughs> yes, dogs. This is my life, folks. Well, End it, please. On, on the barking uh, hysterical notes, and this bigoted, filled, hate-mongered show... <laughs> it's not. It's not. I know, but people think that. I, I, I love everybody... Because that is the way of the foo. You love everybody except for the guy who threw a pancake at you. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> Become practicers of rum foo. That's, That's all I'm saying. Can, can I just say kill me? Uh, you can, but we won't do it. No. It's more fun to have you around. Yes. I'd like to die. Uh, but anyway, I was your host, Wayne. Hi, Wayne. Hi. I am willing to die. <laughs> You're the dog master. And I'm Master Rum. And remember to keep it kung fu. Kill me. I would love a free muffin. 